Welcome to My Patriot Brain, the show that unleashes all that freedom and liberty locked away in my synapses. I'm your host, Dr. Robert Mather. Today is Thursday, January 26, 2023. So I'd like to congratulate Scott Rowland, a former St. Louis Cardinal, on his election to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, he got 76.3% of the vote. You need 75% to get in, so he got it on his sixth year on the ballot. I think his first year, he started off with around between 10 and 12% of the baseball writers. So he was nowhere near that threshold, which is really a pretty solid comeback story uh, for a really good player. Scott Rowland was on the 2006 uh, World Series Series champion St. Louis Cardinals uh, and was a fantastic third baseman for the Cardinals for years. He also played for the Phillies and I think the Toronto Blue Jays. And, uh, but he was a great, uh, great fielder, great guy. Uh, congratulations to him on his election to the Hall of Fame. Uh, last week, I just want to tell a story. I, some of this is kind of story time for me. Uh, last week, I was merging into traffic, and this dude in a truck um, was, wouldn't let me in and was behind me, and so I just kind of came over anyway. And he sped up and got mad. I saw him flip me off real big, and he sped up around to look over in the window at me. And uh, you know, I drive what really looks like should be a soccer mom car. Like the, the, the stickers on it, the, you know, the old SUV. I'm not, I'm not ashamed of it. I'm a little ashamed of it. But anyway, uh, so, but it's got tinted windows, so he couldn't see. And I'm pretty sure he thought he was going to torment um, some poor woman. Uh, I don't know. But when he got over, he turned around to glare at me. And I looked back at him. And he whipped his head back over and he sped off. He wanted nothing to do with me because suddenly he looked like a, he was engaging with, instead of a woman that he could bully, a guy that might pull off to the side of the road with him if he needed to. Uh, anyway, so, and that's just kind of what you, you get with. That's really a good segment into how the Democrats operate, right? With their bullying tactics, which we'll get into in a minute. Uh, another story I wanted to tell. Uh, so I got published an article for Psychology Today several years ago, and, you know, you get all kinds of crazy people that want to say, hey, you did a good job. Well, the crazy people say, tell you to do a good job. The crazy people are the ones that want to get rid of you, right? And so I had a guy email me, and hopefully he's listening to the show, but I doubt it. Um, and he sent me this long email about how terrible of a scientist I was and all this. And, and of course, I was 100% right in everything I'd said. And I had been engaging with Kurt Schlichter a little bit, the writer at that time. And I said, hey, this, here's this crazy guy. I listened to what all he's saying. Well, I looked the guy up, and this guy who'd sent all this stuff to me, I was like, well, what are his credentials, right? Because if he's challenging all of my you know, scientific claims on this stuff, um, which are very well based, I'm thinking he doesn't have a good science background because of what he's saying. Anyway, so I looked him up, and I was like, oh, wow. He's a, a dog psychologist he, in Hawaii. He does psychology for dogs. That's how he makes his money. Uh, and I guess there's a lot of dogs that need therapy and psychology, which makes sense. Uh, you got, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of uh, crazy liberal stuff going on there. And one of them apparently is there's a little cottage industry for dog psychologists. And I looked up his credentials and he had basically like no real credentials at all. Definitely none as a scientist. Anyway, so he was uh, a dog psychologist. And so Kurt and I got a really good laugh out of my response back to the dog psychologist. And I had another one queued up because I said, if he really wants to engage with me, I'm just going to break apart his arguments. But if he wants to engage with me a little bit more, I'll, I'll throw in some cheap shots about the dog psychology stuff. And I, I didn't come to that. He backed down pretty quickly before I ever got to that point. But anyway, I just thought it was funny that a dog psychologist wanted to challenge me on the technical aspects of an experiment. Anyway, uh, okay, so... You know, thank goodness that Kevin McCarthy pulled uh, Schiff and Swalwell from their House Intelligence Committee assignments, uh, as I'll talk about later, a little bit later. That's um, just been ridiculous what the Democrats have been doing, and they're going to get what goes around comes around, and that's how 
Republicans have to fight. Uh, and and we're, we're going to start getting better at that, I think. Uh, which takes us to the parallel economy. We've talked about the parallel economy before, the idea that conservatives should be giving their money to conservative um, companies or companies that are just not blatantly anti-conservative. Anyway, that's this parallel economy idea where you need your own platforms for social media and you need your own um, news channels and websites for news and things like that, it's, it's all part of the, the DNC psyops, right? They've got this psychological operation so that they use these tactics to try to deplatform conservatives. And we've long known that, right? The shadow bans we get on social media, the, 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 the flags that we get um, for, for um, posts that we make that go, go against what the fact check checkers agendas are. Remember, Parler got shut down after the January 6th fiasco, uh, and they went through Amazon Web Services, and they found technicalities in what they could deplatform them. So the whole goal was to, to you know, spread out conservatives and allow them to not be able to talk to each other. And many of us felt uh, the very heavy hand of the government influence on those decisions. Uh, when it also, of course, there was other parts of that too, which showed that Parler was not where those things were organized. It was organized more on Facebook. Facebook never got shut down. Again, that's not the issue here. The point here is the heavy hand of the, the government and the DNC direction of that leading to us needing the parallel economy. Well, I got up yesterday morning and Newsmax was shut down, just like they had said the day before it might happen, because I use AT&T Uverse. Uh, and, you know, I don't feel great about that, but uh, using AT&T Uverse, but uh, I, need, I need the stuff uh, that they provide so I can record this podcast and upload it to the internet uh, and let you all listen to it. It's not a coincidence that we're getting into the debt ceiling discussions that were President Biden, who always wanted to, to push the envelope with Republican Congresses, um, but you know, that he, he's going to say he's not going to negotiate, right? He, he doesn't want the Republican side of that argument to get out. It's not a coincidence that they do this right before the, you know, less than a year before the presidential primary season ramps up. They don't want conservatives to have platforms for their ideas. Uh, it's not a coincidence that the House Republicans now have investigative power for Democrat corruption, spying on the Trump campaign, the Twitter files, uh, the Biden, Ukraine, and China corruption, uh, the classified document scandal that Joe Biden has now is now facing, uh, or the the... the the uh, debacle of the Afghanistan pullout. All of these things need to be investigated or going to be investigated. And they don't want Newsmax to, to be another platform for that. Uh, they took uh, One American News Network out, OAN. I watched OAN, um, you know, before 2020, I watched OAN all the time. They had some, you know, Karen McKinney. They've got some, some great people that were on there. Alex Salvi, who's now on Newsmax, had a really good show. He, he's a correspondent internationally on Newsmax now. But he had a really, really good, thought-provoking show, which was incredible for such a young guy to be able to do that on, on OAN. They deplatformed OAN quietly and nobody said anything and now they've come for Newsmax which is one of the top rated news channels uh, and, and they've booted it off of there and of course they also own CNN uh, and, and all of those ratings are plummeting and so we, we know you know it's, it's transparent but I would be willing to bet that none of this stuff ever gets covered on any of the other networks so people don't know about it and they count on that. It's also probably not a coincidence that AT&T has a lot of government contracts and suddenly when Joe Biden feels the heat turned up, uh, that Newsmax goes away. Um, these are, it's all part of a big DNC psyops, right? And they're all manipulating you and we know that. And we know all the persuasion tactics I've talked about in other episodes, uh, the persuasion tactics, tactics that they use to separate us. And then, you know, it's you know, the mushroom in the, in the closet, right? They feed you bull and keep you in the blind. It's, it's, that's what they do to us, and that's their tactic. And we've got to push back against that, and we've got to contribute to conservatives who have strong voices, and we've got to 
uh, you know, town hall, right? Go there, go to town hall and, and subscribe to their VIP where you can see their other thing. And this isn't a pitch for town hall. I don't get any money from town hall at all. This is not a pitch for town hall. Um, but they're writers. I know a lot of their writers. And I see um, what they have gone through in their careers to get to the point where they can, um, you know, write for an outlet. And, this, and town hall, of course, is an outlet uh, mixed up with some of the other uh, Salem media things, you know, those are important, and those are growing. It's all part of Andrew Breitbart's vision for us to have this, uh, you know, our own voice that's uncancelable, right? That we can, not because we want to cancel other people, but because we want to have, we want to be able to, to, to give our ideas and share those ideas with other conservatives and other people who are not conservatives because we think we have the best ideas. And the Democrats are all about shutting down that marketplace because people don't want what they're selling. Uh, and, and they think they do, but they don't. Uh, and that's because they don't hear any opposition to that. Uh, ABC, CBS, NBC are all working in lockstep with the DNC. We saw that in the debates. Right? And Fox News took a pretty big hit, too. We saw what Chris Wallace did uh, in the debates supporting Joe Biden um, publicly um, after the debates, but also during the debates. Uh, and we saw uh, what Fox News did, of course, that election night, which cost them a lot of viewers. Now, Fox, Fox News seems to have gotten better in some ways and worse in some ways. It depends on who you listen to and, and what you're paying attention to. And if you're listening on the radio, if you're watching television or whatever. But that's, you know, that's what the Democrats want, is they wanted to water it down by sticking Paul Ryan over there and letting him have a role. Uh, they wanted to water down Fox News, make it weaker, and then as Newsmax grew, wait, and then snuff it out at exactly the time you need to do that. Uh, and, and we need to not put up with that. Uh, we, we, I don't, it's, I, my last episode was just a couple days ago. I wasn't planning on doing another episode, but then the Newsmax issue came up, and I've been pissed off for days because I haven't had Newsmax, um, although I found ways to get it, but it's going to go away from the streaming online. So uh, you know, get online, go to the Newsmax website, and you can find your way to the, one of the petitions uh, and ideas that you can call uh, your senators and, and representatives uh, and, and voice your displeasure. If you're an AT&T customer, let them know that you do not like this. But anyway, so it's been so so quick of a turnaround. I haven't had a chance to go through the Patriot Brainline stuff yet. Um, I'll I'll get to those for the next episode. And now it's time for my closing thoughts. Unfortunately, we live in a society where Republicans taking the high road is clearly what Democrats count on to use against us. They cry that Santos should resign for lying, but they ignore Blumenthal's lies. What about Joe Biden's constant lies, including the ones that got him kicked out of the 1988 presidential election for plagiarism? What about kicking Republicans from committees and handpicking the, their January 6th committee? Now they get to see what it's like for us to pick their committee assignments. The Democrats' tactic is to break the rules and then say, see, you have to follow the rules. Kevin McCarthy has the chance to change that. They impeach President Trump for asking about Joe and Hunter Biden's crimes. Impeach Joe Biden for his actual crimes. Who cares if the Senate impeaches or not? They didn't. They made up scandal after scandal. Let's see Joe's tax returns. Take it to court. Election fraud? Pursue it at the House level since federal judges appear to be on the take. Impeach Nancy Pelosi for not following Trump's security recommendations leading up to the Capitol January 6th fiasco. She was intentionally negligent to create the incident, and she cost Ashley Babbitt her life. The House should impeach her, and the Babbitt family should sue her. Now is our chance to hold Democrats accountable. Release the January 6th tapes. Shine light on the swamp. Till I catch you next time, play hard and have fun. Listen to My Patriot Brain on Spotify, Anchor, and iHeartRadio. Follow me on Parlor and True Social. Check out my other content at theconservativesocialpsychologist.com.